Welcome to Water, Sunshine, and Shit, the weekly podcast of inner growth and empowerment. Listen in as Janet and I get real about self-accountability and self-awareness. We are here to help you adjust your dialogue and adapt your mindset so that you may change your life. Hey there, Blossoms. Uh, we are doing a happy Father's Day episode today. Hello, Janet. Hey, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. It is a good morning so far. It's actually uh, full moon and it's actually dark outside. So I think there's going to be a little bit of rain here. I'm excited for that. Go fill up a jar, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make some moon water. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you can do it tonight too. Put it or put it out yes. tonight as well. Yep. Um, so guys, this is just a random, random recording. We've already been talking for about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And, uh, some things that we, we obviously are private, but now we're talking, we're like, well, you know what, let's just continue recording where we, where we left off at. And it's kind of a, a little messy and everywhere. So if you, want to keep up that would be awesome we'd love for you to listen but we've been talking about uh um controlling ourselves our emotional mental health despite the negative things out of our control in our environment and you know noticing our empathy when these things happen and how to remain in a healthy state of mind so that it doesn't negatively, you don't allow like what's influencing you to negatively impact your actions. They're probably definitely going to get in your mind, but yeah, go ahead, Janet. You can kind of say it a little bit better than me. Now you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I like how you described what we were doing. Um, I actually, as we started our conversation this morning to do the podcast, um, Natasha graciously allowed me to vent my frustration over some work situations I have going on and, and just different things going on that um, is proving to be very frustrating and makes me feel powerless, uh, anger. I said frustration to where um, all my emotional energy was being directed in one area or to, to one direction and it wasn't serving me well. <laughs> so she asked, let me, let me get on my soapbox this morning and preach. <laughs> so it's a good time to talk, especially when we're just rolling with it. Um, our emotions, you know, Father's Day, we look up to our strong fatherly figures in our lives, which could be anybody to you, whomever you wish it to be. Um, think about that person and how they like control their emotions and their actions. Um, do they react calmly and rationally? Could they get triggered easily? Do you think they might carry around a lot of baggage? 
how heavy is their energy when they come into the room? When they come into the room, do you feel enlightened and soft? Or do you feel kind of tight and compressed? You know, we carry that with us everywhere. And it is so important for us to try and practice maintaining a good energy balance, which I know it's probably crazy talk for some people, but you can feel it whether you want to acknowledge it or not. I know your, your mind and body knows positive and negative energies that people carry around. People are going to use this to their advantage at all times. Like I said before, people will always be a thousand percent themselves. They're going to mistreat you and not care about you and say mean things to you and try and physically hurt you or whatever. And you are only in control of how you react and respond to that. How are you talking to yourself right now? Are you complimenting yourself? Or are you self-doubting? These emotions that we have are constantly like you know we're full of electricity so they're just like i imagine my emotions like little sparks throughout my body just everywhere they can be positive and negative because we need both to survive i have tried to make it a fun thing because we all know i just show up for the fun stuff try to make it fun to balance my emotions oh well this is starting to really piss me off. Um, yeah, I'm getting really angry. Something fun, something fun. Okay, I love a fresh, clear mind. I'm going to do three deep breaths, and I'm going to compliment myself, whether in a whisper or in a scream or just in my mind, but I'm going to breathe and compliment myself because that makes me happy because whatever is influencing my emotions right now in my environment that I can't control, whatever this is, I can control me by going, doing something that makes me happy. Now, breathing might not make you happy. However, if you practice it in times of you know, oh, I'm starting to get pissed. Maybe I need to calm down. Give yourself the gift of calming down. Let's find, find things that we can maintain balance with our emotions. That is good. And I will, like I was telling you earlier when we were talking, um, my anger and my frustration, at, and I identified it to you as what I, I guess I call it kind of injustice um, at how things are run or, you know, laws that we have to abide by or just because that's the way it's always been and we're not going to change it type mentality. <clears throat> and I told you, I said, you know, sometimes I get to a point where I struggle to, to do that, to be able to flip it to something positive or happy or joyful. And I've discovered through my shadow work journey that it's not always, as our podcast says, love and light. And it's not, it's not always positive, happy, floating around, you know, sprinkling fairy dust. It is managing your emotions is learning to feel them, allow them, be happy for them, because that's what makes us beautiful human beings. We're this, you know, bundle of energy that 
we have the capability of feeling all these things. Um, but what I've learned is instead of, oh, woe is me, I'm mad about my job because, you know, and it sucks for me. I'm learning that it's okay to feel frustration, but to channel it differently, to, to allow me to feel it differently, to focus it and direct it more towards, okay, you're not happy or frustrated. Find out what you're frustrated about. Then can I do something about it or not? Um, if I can, then I take that route and explore. If I can't, then I have a decision to make. And I have a decision whether I'm just going to shut my mouth, suck it up, and learn to live with it or find a way to live with it or choose to do something else. You know, I'm allowed to be angry at injustice. I'm allowed to feel sad that I feel like I'm, you know, I don't want to say being forced, but I think maybe the universe is kind of letting me know it's that time of change when you start getting this way, you know, I love what I do. You know, that's what that hard part is. But at the same time, as we talked about, your own mental health and emotional health comes first, because if you aren't intact, how can you provide care or support to someone else? <clears throat> so I like that, you know, managing the emotions I've learned. I'm allowed to feel it. I just redirect the focus on it now because I'm allowed to be angry about injustice. I have a question. Um, <clears throat> so far with... Um these challenges in your job, how have you been dealing with your emotions? And like, what is the timeline? So I just said a couple of breaths and I'm thinking, you know, maybe Landon kind of frustrated me at the grocery store or something and I need to take a couple of deep breaths. But with yours, it's a little bit more intense. So how how much time and energy do you feel like you might need to give into really uh, giving your feelings justice? Well, obviously, because it's my job, it's not a one-time incident that I'm going to be able to take a deep breath and get over or move on. Um, what I do, I'm going back into some of the same environments that have the same issues three or four nights a week, two or three nights a week my way of dealing with it right now honestly is while i'm at my job i do the very best job that i can while i'm there because i know at least while i'm there they're getting that they're getting that um and you can just try to work with the you know with my families as much as possible i mean i'm allowed to say what i do i'm a home health nurse they know you're doing your best. Yes. So that, like you're, you know, that they know you're doing the best that you can. Right. So when I'm not working, um, part of a job of, of what I do is sometimes you have to carry home work with you, uh, especially night shift people, you know, the office isn't open during the day. So anything that you need to discuss with office trainings, you need to attend meetings, et cetera, you know, you pretty much stay up during the daytime to accomplish those things. Uh, so there are times I have to call and give a report about something or discuss a change or, you know, whatever. Um, so that makes it difficult because you kind of don't get it away from it then. But what I do during the day is, well, I have one friend, <laughs> of course, she also works for the same company. So she understands a lot of the frustrations that I do. So that's good to have that resource that we can use each other to vent and just kind of blow it off. Um, 
And the other is just one thing I'm doing, of course, is working on my business, which that's my transition. Uh, that was the choice that I made that I want to transition out of this, uh, what I'm currently doing full time into doing that full time. So I'll start writing. <laughs> that's part of what I do to help myself center and focus is I take that frustration and anger and what I've learned from it, and I'm using it to write books and courses to help other people and helps myself at the same time. So even though you've been dealt some shitty things, you still take all of that energy and influence and turn it into something positive to help other people. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Say I didn't sit on my couch last night and binge watch Stranger Things for six hours. <laughs> no spoilers, but I'm there with you. I love it. I just started watching it. Someone suggested it to me and I just, I couldn't oh. stop. <laughs> I oh. finally got to the point. I'm like, I have to talk to Natasha at eight o'clock in the morning, girl, you better shut this TV off and go to bed. <laughs> yep. That's okay. Sometimes the binge watch was a bit, a little binger. I needed the mind numb just for a minute. I just needed to completely focus on something that was not coming from my own head. Yes. I sit but when, in the bathtub and watch Disney movies. Uh, you were talking about Father's Day coming up and it yeah. got me thinking. We're talking about positive and negative energy and stuff. One of my big things that everybody will tell you is I'm a big balance person. You're talking about balance. Um, yin yang, we are masculine and feminine energy. And a lot of people don't like to recognize the fact that we actually have both. We are masculine and feminine and you're allowed to be, and it's okay. And we're not talking gender identity. No, no, sexual. No. Yeah. We're talking more um, of what like science or nature talks about as feminine and masculine yeah. energy. And one of my, I guess one of the things that men get the shitty end of the deal. I'm not going to lie. They yeah. do. They're not yeah. allowed to feel their emotions or express their emotions without being called, you know, sissy or wuss. It's like we, we label certain emotions that only men can have these emotions and only women can have these emotions. And I'm here to say that's bullshit. I'm okay with old school, but that not that. Let's, yeah. let's bring it up. Let's all be on the same emotional, like healthy wavelength. Right. Let's all take care of our emotions the same even though we aren't built the same we understand that mentally physically whatever we aren't built the same however we all feel emotions and we all have positive and negative thoughts so why wouldn't we all deal with them similarly right you know uh taking deep breaths journaling yelling out into the middle of the woods you know i'm sure chopping down a tree is pretty fun shooting guns is really awesome yes it you know, is as a stress reliever i think we talked about uh, uh emotional raging letters rage letters okay mm -hmm. why like i i've been noticing on like the social media platforms that i'm on that there's so much more like um, emotional maturity encouraged towards men and boys. And I'll tell you what, like, you know, it's very important in my house. Like the, the men in my house, they, uh, 
definitely take good emotional control of themselves. I try, I, I didn't for a long time. Remember I was messed up for a while and I didn't know how to do it, but now I know how to do it. I'm not really that great at it, but I know how to do it. It's up there. You know, it's just like follow through practicing and intention. <laughs> but yeah, definitely um, all about leading by example, even out in the regular world. If I can maintain emotional control after I've been quote unquote, you know, huh, crazy for a long time. Absolutely. Anybody can do it, especially a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I'm going to touch on something that is a lot of people have, I'm always curious when I bring this subject up of people's opinions of it, because they're so varied. I'm actually going to be a guest on another podcast uh, about relationships. And I'm very excited and looking forward to it because I told, I warned him ahead of time, my opinions and my views, he may not expect, he, I think he may be expecting something different, but I am one of those who, who believes that men and women can be friends and nothing but friends and truly be good friends. And they should be allowed to be, I think, uh, because we are masculine and feminine energy that having a friend of the opposite sex only, uh, or opposite, whatever, you should be allowed to have friends of all, whatever. Uh, because it compliments you, it adds to your wholeness, your completeness, your energy, you know, <clears throat> sorry, I have a difficult time. I actually had one of my exes tell me, uh, oh, men and women can't be friends because it always leads to sex. It always leads to, you know, a, a relationship. I'm like, no, it doesn't. That comes, if that's the situation, then you need to look within because you should be able to maintain that boundary um, and just respect people for who they are and enjoy them to get to know them as a person and quit looking at them as a gender and just look at them as a person who could, you know, just enhance your life in some way. And I want to hear from our guys that listen to our podcast or on our page. I'm going to put, I'm going to put this question on our group page. That's what I think I should do. What do people think about men and women being friends? Is it truly possible? Cause I'm going to hear, tell you, I'll put it on right now, actually. Yeah. Gonna, put it on right now I'm for us put it on right now. Um, cause I'm gonna tell you, I have, I have a friend, uh, I've known him since I was in third or fourth grade. I was actually best friends with his sister, but he was always there. But now him and I developed a relationship, a friendship as adults that has carried on for quite some time. And it's not, it's a friendship. And my daughter has the same type of friendship. My oldest daughter has a friendship of, uh, They've been friends since they were 12, 13, 14 years old, and he's her best friend. And it has never been anything sexual, anything out of the way, inappropriate. They support each other. They make each other laugh. They genuinely just care about each other as human beings. And they have always let each other. There have been times when their significant others have tried to ruin that relationship because of jealousy and insecurity. And that has caused problems for both of them, but they've both there may have been times when they didn't speak as much because sometimes trying to maintain the peace in your household takes on a different form if you're in a toxic relationship, but they've never allowed their friendship to die or wither or, or be affected. 
So I just, yeah, I'm very curious because like I said, that masculine and feminine energy, we all have it both. Let's embrace it. Let's allow each other to express it. If I want to put on a flannel shirt, go out, chop some wood, <laughs> I should be allowed to do that without being called, oh, uh, you know, yeah. she's great boy, totally great. tomboy, yeah. tomboy, you know, yeah. women can enjoy that. Just yep. like men, like I encourage men, go get a facial. That's the yeah. best thing right? Exactly. Go get your nails done. It feels good. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I was just talking to, um, my bonus son and daughter yesterday on the phone. And I was like, you guys, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to feel happiness. You are worthy of being happy. If you feel that you need to deny yourself happiness, that is your choice. That is your choice. And sometimes I think about it and I had somebody say that to me once and it changed my life. It really did change my life because I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know we were all allowed a piece of the happy pie. Oh, there's happiness and abundance that exists in this universe. There's enough. There is no limit. And that's what people don't understand. You're right. There's enough for everybody. It's, there's, it's not limited to certain people or it's not going to run out. You know, there's not like a happiness jar somewhere in the universe. Like, oh shit, we're at the bottom of it. Sorry, Natasha, you're out. Yeah. Like somebody gets to divvy it out to me. Right. No, but yeah, I, I tell you one of the books I really love. Um, I'm, you know, me, I'm big on communication and big on, uh, the power of words, how we speak, but I've learned so much about love languages during my shadow work and how people express that differently. And men and women are different and, and it's just physiologically, you know, mentally, emotionally, it's scientifically proven. <clears throat> and this isn't hundred percent for everybody. We know everybody's different, but statistically majority men think differently than women. We think more emotional and from an emotional viewpoint, men think more logically from a logical viewpoint. That's just how the brains are wired. Um, so when I read this book called, uh, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. I think that's what's called or something like that. Um, wow, pretty much an eye opener. And I encourage anybody, you know, learn, just to pick up a book and instead of audible on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we do talk differently. So, you know, part of communicating between men and women, it's frustrating all the old jokes and you hear it all the time. Men and women make jokes constantly about how hard it is to communicate with each other. Right. But let's learn how to communicate with each other. Let's look at how they're communicating so that when we learn their communication style we're not taking it in a certain way of course that has a lot to do with your perception too of course um and that's the other subject on the podcast jeremy's podcast that we're going to talk about is uh when you bring your own shit into a relationship and you project it but then want to blame the other person for it or you know hold them accountable about without taking a moment to realize that they're coming, you know, I may have done this and it's an innocent thing, but she exploded at me. And instead of just, you know, she, you're a bitch, you know, getting into the whole thing. How about, Ooh, okay. This wasn't that big of a deal, but we need to talk because your reaction to it was, you know, some, you know, what bothered you about it? Let's talk. 
talk, people talk, don't go to yeah. bed and let it fester. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I've been practicing some things with, uh, Landon, his emotions. So instantly, you know, uh, before if Landon would get really frustrated with something like, uh, so would I, <laughs> I would get really frustrated with something too. Uh, fr- uh, what I've been practicing is when I see Landon start to get frustrated, like as soon as I see him switch over, he has, you know, nonverbal communication. He's showing me that he is upset. I'm like, oh, okay. We both can't be upset to figure out what's wrong with him. So I need to take care of me. He's not going to calm down unless I help him get on the same level, you know? And I've even been, I've even been, when he gets frustrated, I'm just like, oh, hey buddy, um, you look like something's really bothering you. Do you want to talk about it? And, you know, just sometimes I encourage him to have a seat with me on the couch. Um, But either way, I get him to explain it to me when we're both in a comfortable position. I'm no uh, higher than him, okay? So he is almost as tall as me, but I'm not on a level. You know what I mean? He does not feel intimidated by my presence. He knows that whatever's bothering him, I'm about to try and help him figure that out instead of being like, why don't you just calm down and, you know, go to your room, you know, instead of being all hype and then nothing gets fixed. And then my son doesn't know how to deal with anything. I don't know what he's going through. So I have to ask him. So go ahead, bud. I'm glad, I'm glad you're talking about how you do emotional regulation teaching Landon. It's funny. I just actually, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I love to read. I love to research. Of course, I do a lot of that for my courses and my coaching, but I just learned that the Gen X generation, which that's me, was the least parented and least nurtured generation so far that of the, wow. Yeah. And explains a lot too, but we were the first, apparently the generation where mothers started going to work full-time as well as fathers. So Uh, we were the first latchkey kids. We were the first ones to come home with no daycare, no parenting. uh, Yeah. uh, So we were just kind of left to ourselves, you know, here's a chore list, get it done before we get home, do your homework, don't get in trouble. And you're off on your own siblings, you know, depending on what type of family you're in, you're either getting beat up or you just kind of went off on your own somewhere or, you know, whatever. But <laughs> it, 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 back in my day, some of the stuff that I was reading, um, I'm in a TikTok group of Gen Xers. And it's funny because back then we heard things like, uh, you going to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. I'll knock you five ways till Sunday. You know, we weren't allowed to express our emotions you know, children were to be seen and not heard. And so we didn't learn how to parent our children, which would be your age. For me, you would be my daughter's age. And I I love the fact that our children are learning from our mistakes and and recognize that we didn't get the best parenting. So we didn't know quite how to pass that down to you. But watching what our our millennials, I guess that's what you guys are called. I'm not yeah, sure. Our generation. What are you are, called? We're working on our forgiveness and yes. our, <laughs> our spirituality here. Am I, what, what am I, which level? What I'm not sure. There's, I know Gen X is 19, like 65 to 1980. 
if you were okay. born in those years. And then the next generation is like 80 to 2000. So I don't know. Look, I don't have my phone next to me or I'd look mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. There's I, like, I, a, I don't know. Yeah. Don't anyway, know. um, so <laughs> my um, generation, uh, I'm 53. Yeah. Uh, and that was interesting to learn because I'm like, man, that really explains a lot. You know, yeah. we, you know, weren't allowed to show our emotions. And yeah. of course we came back through, you know, we, this is pride month. Yay. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me touch so on all that. the men and women talk. Let's just like, you could put whatever, whatever you want to say. Right. Yeah. Well, we are exactly. We are, yes. Correct here. We are completely inclusive. We love, yes. we recognize human beings and that is our thing. So when, yeah, when we refer to like male, female, uh, it's for reference only society, statistics, et cetera. Um, We love everybody for everybody. Um, I'm proud to say I'm a proud mom of a gay man and he is amazing. Um, But talking with pride month, I live back in the time uh, as far as how we were raised. Um, when HIV first came on the scene and it was that big, I mean, back in the eighties, you know, that big scary thing and all of a sudden, but you know, the way they threw it down our throat was, you know, Oh, it's the gay disease. It's the gay disease. You know, they just, they choose something. So we grew up, right. So, you know, we were so controlled and what we were allowed to express and, and feel and show. And I just love the fact that we've moved away from that and we're getting more, of course the world needs it. I mean, wow, what a place we're living in right now. I also compliment you, Natasha, because raising a child right now, I mean, each generation has its- One and done, girl, one and done. (laughs) It's a struggle right now. And my heart goes out to you guys. I just, I cannot imagine. I don't have grandchildren, so I don't have that involvement um, as far as like with the school systems and everything. But I love the fact that they're now recognizing the fact that children or children regardless yeah. of what they identify as or what they were born as yeah and, and we have the same feeling so sit them down together and teach them yeah. together how mm-hmm. to do emotional regulation how to do their wellness as human beings not as an yeah 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 we're not machines we're not robots we're not supposed to just put it you know file it away no because then it'll torture us our entire lives and we don't deserve that we deserve happiness every single one of us you know like you get out what you put in so if you're putting in a whole bunch of negative stuff into your mind and your energy that's what you're going to get back I want to teach my son that he can control that and he doesn't have to be scared he doesn't have to be scared or embarrassed of his emotions now He's a 10-year-old kid, so I rolled up to pick him up from school, and my music was a little too loud. wasn't inappropriate. It was actually one of his songs he likes, and I embarrassed him because the music was loud. <clears throat> so I turned it up. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's that's the beauty sometimes of being parents, I guess. It's just, yeah, we got to show these kids said, how it is. <laughs> yeah, he really expressed that he was upset and it embarrassed him. So I'm not going to keep doing that to my kid. All right. You know, oh, maybe, funny, maybe. But like, I'm just, I'm not. It's okay. I did it by accident. Literally, I didn't even do it on purpose, but I won't do it again. And I'm like, okay, look, so when you feel that way, I feel that way when you act such and such doing whatever when we're out. 
Remember that feeling? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. So now we're going to be in control. Like I won't ever try and embarrass you again at school. When I say you're embarrassing me, I want you to remember that mm. because I don't want you to do that to me again. Good learning opportunity. And that's a good yeah. way to teach empathy because believe it or not, <laughs> we all learn. We're not born knowing what our emotions are. They're just instinctual. We're taught what anger looks like and feels like. We're taught what sadness looks like and feels like, embarrassment. We already feel them. We just didn't know the name for them. We learned that. So learning to get out of yourself. And I think I told you before, when people learn that that feeling, not the situation, but the actual feeling, the embarrassment feeling, the humiliation feeling, that's universal. It's the same thing someone else feels when they're humiliated and embarrassed. It's that same physical and emotional feeling. So when you can recognize that, then you're like, like you said, you're like, I remember when I felt that way and how bad I felt. I don't want to make somebody else feel that way. Or I can understand and give them space to feel that and help them through it instead of reacting. You're negatively reacting. Yeah, teaching moments. Got to take advantage of those teaching moments. Yeah, making it up as I go and just seeing, you know, posts on Instagram. (laughs) Some helpful (laughs) parenting tips. I'm telling you, I see a whole bunch of them on my Instagram. I save them, you know, like where it's just basically how we're communicating with our kids, how they're comprehending when we see them uh, feeling some type of way, what are some questions we can ask them? What is our body language type? You know, it's a really, let me, it's a self check for me to get, you know, Landon to understand how to control his emotions. I I have to put myself in check. Like, okay, girl, Uh, well, you're not yelling. You're not going to yell and you're not going to get all excited over this because we can talk it out. This is something we can talk out. We can figure this out. This is just an emotional thing. Nothing's physically broken. Nobody's physically hurt. Um, These are just a whole bunch of emotions and thoughts and we can talk it out. It's nothing that needs to be, you know, dealt with negatively. You know, I want my son to feel good knowing that he had those feelings and he has a support team he could talk to and he figured it out. Hopefully he can find a woman that can help him along the way when he gets older. All right. And, then, and it's nice to normalize. understand who he was. <laughs> right. And that, that's a good thing, too, is to normalize allowing men to have um even like relationships with other like male friends or same sex friends, same gender identified, you know, whatever gender you identify with friends um, and to express themselves. You know, I've seen you know, like, you know, a group of guys get together or whatever, or those that identify as male. And it's like, you know, punching each other and, and competitive. And I understand it's that, you know, male, male, male thing. Right. <laughs> um whatever at the same time they should also be able to like have a friend if they're having a tough time like you know if we're having a tough time women have a much easier time of venting to each other and holding space for each other and hugging each other um men you know society hasn't allowed those who identify as male to do that and and to do it comfortably and openly without being judged 
And I, 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 I hate that, you know, I, I think they deserve to have that opportunity as well without being judged as weak, you know, it's always been society. And of course, we're talking old school, even worse, you know, <laughs> just men are men, women are women, women belong in the kitchen, men belong in the workforce. You know, yeah, I, I remember that generation. That was my grandparents. Um, so I know, you know, watch my grandfather go to work every day. My grandmother stayed home. She cooked, she cleaned, you know, it was very much you know, you didn't take out the garbage he did, you know, they were just, it was that just divisive. Yeah. Like you were, you did this and that was it. And that was it. You had a role and you just performed your role. You weren't allowed to step outside of that society role. And that was it. So like I said, we, I lived that as a child then saw the transition, which has been great. One thing about when you get older, you get to look back and see the changes over the last few decades of how society has changed or the norms are, you know, the new fad. It still cracks me up when I see all the eighties things coming back and people are all gaga. <laughs> I'll never get over our, our generation, not being able to re- read cursive writing that just oh, such a beautiful handwriting that's going to be lost forever. Cause nobody knows how to read it, <laughs> but progress must be made, but I'm glad we're making progress emotionally with our kids. Yes. I, I definitely think it's for sure. I've done lots of shadow work I see and uh, forgiveness, you know, because like once we become okay with us, we become okay with our parents not knowing and our grandparents not knowing, you know, I noticed a lot of people in my generation have been, um, trying to accept that you know and live their life because if you if you weren't given the resources how would you know right I mean Landon's life is going to be so much different because when I was 10 years old I didn't have YouTube and I can only imagine what type of things would have influenced me at that age and my emotional state I, uh, I was telling my daughter the other night, I, uh, I'm very emotional and empathetic. So like movies, books, songs make me cry sometimes, sometimes out of joy, sometimes out of sadness, sometimes out of just identifying with what they're saying. And the new Adele song, <laughs> girl got me in my feels so much, but it really, the one phrase from the song that really gets me, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but um, something about forgiving her because she was just a child and didn't have a chance to feel the world or get a chance to choose what she had to choose. Um, I have to look it up, but it really hit home for me because I'm like, how many of us like didn't have that resource or had to live that way before we even were taught what the world was about or had to navigate in it, or we were just never taught, but we had to make choices. And sometimes you didn't have a chance to make the choice it was one of those you know sometimes you have to make a choice right away and if you've not had the the support the guidance the education being taught about yourself or how to act sometimes we make toxic decisions uh, just because you're trying to survive and so the uh, adult song like really like got me in my feels I'm like man that's the truth let's give our kids a chance to choose let's give them you know the support, the tools, the resources they need to navigate life. 
you know, my, my, the mentality I grew up with and generation before me is children were your issue. They were, you, you know, which is a horrible thing to say, but yeah, they used to call children issue. Of course, it's getting all crazy again on what they're calling children, but let's not go there right yet. We'll hit that some other time, but you were seen as property. You were possessions. You were to be seen and not heard. You were there to do chores. You were, you know, whatever, but they didn't try to cultivate your uniqueness or your individuality or your persona. Oh, and you had to be the one to turn the TV channel. Yes. Oh my God. We were the remote for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. I hear stories like that all the time. <laughs> it's great. It's, so, it's, so, it's just so funny. It's so different. It was a simpler time, though, I have to say. But I'm one of those. You guys grew up with internet, basically. I think, you know, when you were like around, well, you're, you're a little bit younger than my kids, but around 11 or 12 is I when it's. We got our first computer in like 1997. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's for me, it's fascinating, you know because I didn't grow up with it. So the opportunity to be able to like connect with people this way is just yeah. mind balling. I do see how it is detrimental as well. Yeah. Um, but That's I've learned a lot. You're talking about you're getting a parenting advice off of Instagram and stuff. I think that's wonderful. I love the fact it takes a village. We're all in this together. I that all the time. Yes. Yes. It takes a village. I don't know everything. And someone else might've experienced the same thing I did, but chose to, you know, yeah, learned a different way to deal with it. And they're going to teach you. I, I love the internet for that reason. I love people coming yeah. together and supporting each other and, and helping each other grow. I mean, if you can get past all the Karens and, and all the crap that comes along, yeah. you know, all the drama, am I the drama? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. This has been great. It has been great. I'm glad. I know we were all over the place, but that's just, it's a full moon. Yeah. That's just, that's just how we Wired. felt today. We just felt like being all over the place, but we definitely want to say happy Father's Day to all the dads. And just, yeah. we didn't really want to, like I said, we're trying, we try very hard to embrace everybody. So um, we embrace our masculine and feminine or energy and uh, we keep it with balance with our other. Thank you to all of our listeners. And please, uh, we posted our uh, question on the Facebook group. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you think about men and women or uh, genders of the opposite sex having uh, being just being friendships. Is it possible to have a platonic relationship? That's what we want to know. Yeah, maybe I typed it in wrong. I can. I didn't put platonic. I think I just put a uh... well friendship. But I mean, I guess there is friends with benefits. So might want to make that a little bit clear. All right. So, what are your thoughts on having men, women, friends in a relationship? That sounds right. Yeah. I think that I think they'll understand what that means. I would hope. Yeah. So well, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Natasha, yeah, for thank listening you. to me this morning. Happy Father's Day. <clears throat> thanks for letting me vent this morning. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I'm glad uh you feel safe venting with me. I do. Next time I'm just gonna start recording from the get-go because we do so much good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Free podcast yeah <laughs> and we'll just edit out whatever later so sounds good all right okay. well, love you friend love you friend and love you blossoms thank you for all your support um we appreciate you and we will talk to you soon love you janet love you natasha bye bye
thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating. Please keep those voice messages coming. We encourage listener participation. Always, we give thanks to our corporate sponsor, Jewel Health and Wellness. Be sure to check them out. You can find the link in the description. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and join our Facebook group to stay up on the latest news in between episodes. Until next time, be kind to yourself and make sure to get your daily dose of water, sunshine, and shit.